Hey everyone, welcome to the PFF Betting Podcast. I am your host, Kendall Valenzuela, joined by PFF data scientist Ben Brown and Eric Eager. Today on the show, we are going to be breaking down some college football bowl games along with the playoffs, hitting some early Week 15 NFL action and giving you all our favorite parlays, little early parlays. So let's get into it. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game, but with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's just that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets if they score. You score with promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. your guys' week 14 went. This is a time to brag. This is a time to tell us like how NFL Greenline did everything like that. Uh, Eric, I'll start with you. Yeah, NFL Greenline was, I think, down like three units. We did, we actually picked, so it's weird, we picked up the LA money line once that thing got to three, that price got to like one plus 136. We missed out on under tonight. We also, for a while there, we did have, so this is an interesting thing about this product. So, we had Bears money line and Bears ATS. And I know that those didn't win. However, you know, during the middle of that game, obviously, you could have gotten a nice little sort of like you, you could have gotten Green Bay at prices that could have bought you completely off of that because they did end up uh, sort of having a, a quite a day. So, th- yeah, it was. Um, what were some ones that that, that killed us there? Uh, you know, Tampa Bay on Washington, kind of. You know, if, if Tampa Bay just hangs onto that lead, that yeah. sticks. Um, but it was otherwise, I mean, it, it was fine for the most part. Washington didn't, okay. the Washington under hit on that missed extra point by them, but then right. plus six and a half closed did not hit because so it was, it was just one of those days, but, um, but yeah, okay. you know, sort of on the season, the two products are still up and, uh, we're, we're moving on to bowling. I love it. Ben, anything from week 14 or you just kind of want to, you kind of want to move on. I, I kind of <laughs> just want to move on to be honest with you. I do. I will agree with Eric, the Packers game. Uh, I did get some Packers minus two and a half in game when they were down quite a bit. So maybe that's a little spot to talk in the middle. about the fact that our Hamilton Ticats were up 12 points with halfway through the fourth right. quarter. We don't. And like not only did not win the Grey Cup, but they didn't even cover three and a half because the game went into overtime and they lost by eight. So like yeah, right. it sums yeah. it up. But, but then Army Navy went under. So there, there, there were it was the good times and the bad, as they say. You take them. You take them where you can get them. Yeah. So I, I respect that. I respect that. All right. Then we'll move on. Then we'll move on because it is college football. Bowl games are starting up. We are going to go from 
Game starting on Friday, right, guys, until Monday. Um, so we've got the Friday through Monday slate. And there's a handful of things. I mean, I saw on PFS, PFF's best bets tools some value on the under in the Bahamas Bowl, maybe a slight edge on the UAB Blazers. So, Eric, I'll start with you with some of your favorite picks for this weekend's bowl games. Yeah, yeah. So Friday, you get an absolute privilege. Noon, <laughs> Eastern. <laughs> Like, we're all still at work, right? We're all I, – yeah. I have to think, Kendall, we're going to be on the uh, PFF College live show, oh. which you can watch every Friday at 11 a.m. Uh, uh, Eastern on YouTube or Twitter. The game's going to start while we're on this show uh, at 12 p.m. Uh, it, it's the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders against <laughs> our colleague, uh, Bruce Gregkowski's Toledo Rockets. That total is – was it 52 – now it's 51 and a half. We still like under that, but, you know, I, Ben and I, I think, have bet a decent amount on under 52 in that game. That's one I do really like. Um, Middle Tennessee, historically, has been kind of a faster team, but this past season, more of their games have played, uh, you know, to the under. That That's really the only thing we like on that Friday, um, which okay. obviously people will uh, scoff at, considering how much we like the, the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. Uh, who play later against the MAC champion Northern Illinois Huskies. Um, but, yeah, that's the one we like Friday. Saturday, a lot has opened up here. And I think I think some of it comes from a little bit of motivation issues too, right? So you look at, for, for example, 11 a.m. Eastern, again, these games go from wire to wire. Uh, the Appalachian State Mountaineers laying three uh, against the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, both – Teams, I believe, Ben, lost their conference title game, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And, and, yeah, yeah, that is correct. And and so you have Appalachian State. They, they like, open two and a half. It's been bet out to three. We still like them at, at minus three. Total on the game, 68. Now, the tricky thing about 68 and why I have not bet it, even though I think our numbers like the under, Bailey Zapp is one of the, like, stories of college football. And... Like, he's been absolutely, I know in the conference title game against uh, UTSA, the Roadrunners, uh, that game was like, had no chance of going under. And, and I think that that's the fear here at 11 a.m., uh, you know, uh, on Saturday the 18th. Yeah, definitely. I, I think, so does sound like Bailey Zapp's going to play. Obviously, is, you know, pushing for Joel Burrow's uh, single-season touchdown record, which is kind of an interesting angle. Uh, doesn't sound like there's too many other aspects as far as, like, opt-outs, coaches leaving, those sorts of things in this matchup. But I do still think uh, maybe the under 68, uh, 68 and a half is where it opened. I do think the under 68 is definitely the viable play. But I got to go back to what, to what uh, Eric said on about the Friday game. 51 and a half, I do still think is a decent play in that Toledo-Middle Tennessee game. And then uh, Coastal Carolina, it's kind of tough to bet uh, without, you know, certainty that Grayson McCall is going to play right I do think that's kind of the factor now that we have uh spreads and totals coming out for all the bowl games they've been kind of stale for the last couple days is kind of playing it uh, from the perspective of well is there any news that has broken recently and and how's that how that how should that impact uh both the spread and total so we'll see if we get some information right before kickoff but other than that I don't really uh feel like we can play Coastal Carolina you know almost a 10 point spread differential without certainty that Grayson McCall is going to be in there at quarterback okay what about uh, Oregon State? It looks like maybe the under? Oregon State, Utah State, Aggies? Yeah, yeah. And that was the, the okay. Utah State under uh, killed us on conference championship week. It was 49 and a half against <laughs> right. San Diego State. And, like, there wasn't a point until the middle of the second quarter. And then all of a sudden, Rough. Utah State, like, just opened an absolute can. 
uh, on on, uh, San Diego State, uh, Austin Gale's beloved Aztecs. Um, But the (laughs) in this one, I think like if you think about the motivation of this one, Oregon State, not a ton to play for. Utah State probably a little pissed off uh, that they couldn't win the Mountain West. And you look at, you know, what was our favorite team, Kendall, on the PFF uh, College Live show. We liked Utah a lot. And who did Utah lost to two Mount West teams this year. Um, And and so I think the disparities between the Pac-12, no offense, Kendall, the Pac-12 and the Mountain West are not as big as as before. So I think Utah Mm. State might even be the side here at plus seven, um, even though I, I don't think our model show uh, of value, as Ben said, like for some of these bowl games, you do want to sort of add in a little bit of sort of situational handicapping. And I think Utah State uh, wanting to event, you know, Utah State sort of like wanting to finish a great season, um, you know, it. It is probably a, a little bit to back here. Nice, nice. Any other ones you guys are looking at or else we'll move on to the college football playoffs? Anything else you like? I mean, I got to I got to give a shout out. I do like the UAB Blazers. Uh, Always going to, you know, (laughs) plus seven basically against BYU. I do think they're a decent spot. If we're going all the way out to Monday, Monday night, Mm -hmm. I do think Old Dominion facing off against Tulsa. Eight and a half point dogs right now. Uh, Sam Crawford Jr., best best wide receiver for Tulsa. He's going to be out. So I do think Old Dominion uh, is probably definitely a live dog. Uh, here on Monday and then uh, final play I think Fresno State's looking like they're obviously going to be without head coach Kalen DeBoer and and Uh, quarterback Jacob well that's I think yeah I think that's the question mark I I would expect him I think he has announced that he's probably going to transfer it sounds like he's maybe trying to walk that back a little bit he might he might suit up and not play or something like that, but uh, given the fact that they're what all the way out or down to eleven and a half point favorites, I don't think that's quite enough. So I do think UTEP uh, is probably a play here on Saturday as well. So I think you got to go with all dogs greater than you know a touchdown differential um, are probably the correct plays for these early bowl games. Yeah, one thing too, like let's say, and I've done this a little bit, like if your normal unit size is let's say X. For all these games, put like X divided by four on the money line for these big dogs. Right, right. You do want to profit a little bit if they win outright. And in many cases, like these teams are huge underdogs. Like if it goes sideways right away, they might just win outright. And and conversely, like don't lay the money line on the big favorites, even if you like them against the spread. Just bet them against the spread because you could be, you know, holding the bag for a pretty bad loss. I was going to say, I got a couple of Twitter messages um, because people were knowing, Eric, that you were coming on. So a lot of them were just asking like, hey, what's your guys' best advice for betting these upcoming bowl games? Because it's, it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. So you guys have any any response to that too besides what you just said, Eric? Yeah, I just think limit limit your losses. Like it's okay. been a long season already. Um, you know, uh, hopefully you st- you know, hopefully your your accounts are still, you know, flush, but like, you know, it's spread out too, right? Like, and, and so, so know that like, if you have a rough, you know, first game, let's say on Friday, let's say, don't take the rest of your bankroll and try to make it up on Friday night. Like you're still going to have the rest of the bowl season. You don't even, you want to get to the, even the college ball playoff games, or let's say the, the NFL playoff games, like you want to still have money left. So don't, don't go too over the top. All these games feel like a finality and they are for the teams that are playing. They're not the finality for you as a better. So make sure that you're still being disciplined uh, with that stuff. And and I would say for all of these, don't lay big money line favorites. Just if you like the favorite, like I do, I, I like Bama against Cincinnati, of course. Lay the, lay the 13 and a half points. Don't lay the, 
you know, the minus 500 or whatever. So that that would be my big advice. Sweet. And and we got to take your advice. Like, it's just, you don't take it with a grain of salt. You just, you just bankroll it right away. So let's go on then to the college football playoffs per PFF's power rankings. We have Alabama leading the charge with a 44% chance to take home the national title. Georgia behind them at 38% and Michigan coming in at 14% and our Cincinnati Bearcats, they have a whopping 4% chance to win the college football playoffs. Ben, what say you about just the upcoming games and what you think of them so far? Yeah, definitely. I do think Alabama's going to roll in that uh, matchup against Cincinnati, minus 13.5 right now. I do think that if you're betting on anybody, uh, Alabama has to be it right now. Obviously, they've shown enough both offensively and defensively have by far the best quarterback uh, in the college football playoffs. So I uh, definitely lean in their direction. Obviously, it doesn't feel great to lay, you know, almost two touchdowns in the semifinal matchup here. But I do think uh, this is definitely the spot to do it in the second game. Uh, I don't know. I, oh. I, 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 I'm a little, you know, obviously Greenline likes Michigan. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I still think there's something to Georgia's defense against an offense that I don't necessarily think is all that great. Uh, we have, um, we have you know, Michigan's ranking 32nd overall and PFF's opponent just an offensive grading. I think that's the kind of offense that Georgia could definitely take advantage of from a defensive perspective. If they get one or two t- turnovers, uh, they could easily you know win by two touchdowns as well, kind of setting up that SEC championship game rematch. So uh, I, I, I lean with Greenland heavily on the Alabama side, okay. not so much on the Michigan side. I'm, I am kind of curious what, uh, what Eric yeah. is handicapping these matchups at right now. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the percentages, as Kendall's saying, like, there's one place where there's actually an edge to bet the future market, which is in Michigan, right? So we make Michigan a 14%. Uh, that's about plus 615 uh, on on DraftKings, or sorry, on uh, yeah DraftKings, it's it's plus 700. So there's a little bit of an edge there. But as as anybody will tell you, like the the better bet is is in this case to roll over the money line, um, and you can do the calculation yourself. So if you bet, you know, if you do like Michigan you know, bet them in the game uh, sort of against Georgia, you know, at something like plus 250, which we we find value on actually a 4% edge is a better value there. And, and then take those winnings and bet them on whatever it is against Alabama. There could be a situation where, you know, you you get more information. Let's say Michigan wins, and but somebody gets hurt or something. You, you just want to be able to opt out of that bet as opposed to sort of hedging at the end. Um, but yeah, I mean, here's my thing about Georgia. Like, We've never we have we've only seen their defense tested once and yep. and it failed. And, you know, Michigan is not, you know, the you know, uh, a great offense. But, you know, when you look at EPA, for example, like they they're basically the same EPA as Georgia against uh, you know, running the football a little bit less passing. But I think some of that is also just the way in which the the Big Ten has played. I mean, Cade McNamara has more big time throws as a percentage of his plays than Stetson Bennett. Uh, and JT Daniels did. And frankly, JT Daniels, like the one thing I think in this game where you can say, okay, here's where the edge is. Georgia quarterbacks this year, when pressured, have a 29.4 passer rating, which is 10 points worse than what you would have if you just, you know, spike the ball. And, and obviously led by Aiden Hutchinson, like Michigan's pass rushers are as good as they get in college football. And, and so if they can get pressure... Um, you know, that to me, I think that that's the edge there um, that, you know, they haven't been tested in this way. Right. They got tested in the SEC title game by being outrun by a good offense 
here they could get out defensed and you know Michigan I think has the complementary offense that can really help them win if they hold Georgia like under 14 points or something like that like I think they win so that's their Achilles heel to you you think if they play hard enough against that defense that they go down yeah I think like if Mich- like if Michigan gets pressure on Georgia and forces a few turnovers like Georgia's quarterbacks this year, 3.25% of their dropbacks are turnover-worthy plays. Michigan, just 1.75. So, like, I just think Michigan is less fragile to the, some, of the, some of the issues when they play a defensive game. And so, if there's a turnover on one side or the other, I mean, Michigan is fourth in the country in opponent-adjusted defensive rankings. Like, um, you know, that, that's, that's good enough to me. And so, if I'm going to get the variance of a plus 250 bet, I'm going to take it. Ben, any other uh, advice before those before we move on from the college football playoffs? I, I think that's good. I think I, I mean it definitely matches up with what I'm thinking. You know, more so now. I do think you know Eric buys into Michigan more than I do, but I do think if you're betting, you know, a spread in that match, but definitely think that the Michigan is the correct side for sure. So if you like them in the futures market, definitely definitely roll that over because I do think they're going to probably be close to two touchdown underdogs again against Alabama and that you know championship game so roll it over if you can if not just take Alabama because they're where it's at right now I think from my perspective Eric so. going against Dave Solfaro in the office it's just going to be tough to see Eric it's just going to be hard, be hard I, well, to explain. Go, I'm going with Michigan in the first in the okay. first round I actually don't know like I actually don't know whether or not I would I would go against – if Bama had Michigan, I wonder what the spread would be. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot That's of it's what going – I think 13, yeah. Yeah, but a lot of it – right. I mean, well, actually, it'd probably be more, 13? right? Because yeah. we, we see right now – yeah, I don't know. We have an eight and a half. We have an eight and a half based on our power rankings metric, basically. So, I think it would probably push up more. It depends on how how bad Alabama kind of beats Cincinnati, I think, is kind right, of the main Right, and Cincinnati's lucky. Sure. Like, we've, we've yeah. seen – I mean, think about how irrational the betting markets have been in the sense that, like, when Bama barely beat uh, Auburn in the Iron Bowl, Georgia's spread moved by three and a half points. So, like, if, let's say, because so right now this 13 and a half they're laying against Cincinnati is over probably overreacting to how badly they beat Georgia in the SEC title game. If, if Cincinnati versus Alabama is a one-score game, they might significantly reduce the power against to say, look, we don't know that much. And if Michigan blew out Georgia or something like that, then you could get this thing under a touchdown. So, and, and in which case I'd take Bama. But if it's like 14, I'd take, you know, I'd take Michigan. I don't think it's going to get to 14 because I think Michigan's obviously better than Cincinnati. But yeah, it, it, it does, I don't know. But yeah, for right now, uh, we are aligned with the solve. Um, but who knows what will happen uh, in January if they get so. Interesting. All right. Well, then let's move on to week 15. Ben, you did. I want to give you credit, though. You did have a good Monday night football, like, parlay going and everything like that. So I do want to give you credit there for what you said on Monday's podcast because you hit you hit Hopkins, you hit Cup times three. The only thing you didn't hit was Ertz. So I'm going to give you credit there. You didn't give yourself enough. Thank you. Yeah, our, our, our podcast parlay did hit. I tried to press... I tried to press the edges basically by taking Cooper Cup 13 plus receptions and over 125 receiving yards. So I guess I'm just bitter right now for my own personal, uh, you know, role with Eric basically. But I'll move on. I, I'm glad uh, the listeners are hopefully I, happy and swimming really in the quick? cash Absolutely. basically, right? So I, I think that Ben, I told, I actually told my wife Stephanie this the other day. I go because we were, I was talking to her about betting and stuff, and she's like, "Oh, well, how's Ben?" I go, "Ben's a better better than me." Because Ben, you do the, you make those bets 
that are obscure. And yeah, of course, the 20, you know, 250 to win three grand, like doesn't hit all the time, but it hits enough. It feels like it should, right? It hits enough. And I feel like you do such a better job of identifying those like long tail sort of uh, wagers. And, and so I have to give you credit here publicly for that. I do think, I do think uh, you, you have that, uh, you have that gumption there that that I admire. Gumption. Like some people call it degeneracy. Some people call it gumption. I'll take whatever I can get right now. I definitely appreciate the kind words. We're with so Eric. So we I'm, I'm with Eric. Like I appreciate it because when you sent the screenshot, I felt I felt your pain, and I was just like, I that was that was, that was a group loss. That's why I said that was a group loss. Well, week 15's here. <laughs> Odds are live. Um, as uh, the forecast loves to say, uh, the best time to bet them is right now um, before the lines move. So, Eric, I'll start with you on this one. Um, what is your, what's your take on week 15? What are you kind of looking at specific in specific games? Yeah, I, I, here's one. Cause you're, you're getting Saturday football yep. uh, this week in the NFL. And, and I think, um, there, there's a game that I really do like, um, in so far as the total right away. Uh, and, and that's, um, that's the Cleveland Las Vegas Raiders. Um, I know Saturday in Cleveland right around like four o'clock. You're going to get some wind. It's about 17 miles an hour. It's 39 degrees. So that could hamper it. But you're talking about a total that's extremely low there in 42 and a half. You're talking about a Raiders team. Derek Carr still leads the NFL in big time throws. Um, I, I think, Oak, uh, sorry, Las Vegas is uh, competent in this one. Um, okay. I don't think they match up well with the Chiefs. And so I see this game going over the total. I, I like that one. Okay. Uh, more than I like any of the, the offerings in New England, Indianapolis. So that's my, my favorite, like, sort of early week one. Um, as w- as far as the rest of the week, here's one that you're probably going to like. Um, I think this is going to be a huge letdown spot for the Rams after a big win tonight on Monday Night Football. I like Seattle. I already took them at plus wow. seven. I'll still take them at plus six and a half. I think they figured it out a little bit, and I think that the familiarity there, late season games in the division – I think Seattle keeps that game close. I don't know if they win, okay. but I think they keep that game close in LA. Things I love to hear. Uh, is Russ cooking? Is that what we're saying? I, he might. He might just be buying takeout right now. But like, who knows? <laughs> like he, he he's certainly consuming. Let's okay. Say. Okay. I'll I'll accept consuming. Ben, what about you? What are you looking at for uh, week fifteen? I mean. I am interested in that Seattle game. I wonder if that's going to go over. Greenline does like that one to go okay. over right now. I'm kind of interested to see what Eric thinks, how that game's actually going to play out. Uh, I think my favorite bet, this is this is a little bit of a Kendall connection here, but Cincinnati-Denver over 43.5, two former or current and former hometown for uh, Kendall, I guess. But I like 43.5. Both defenses basically sit in the the back half of the NFL and our opponent just defensive grades. I like since I like Cincinnati's offense when Zach Taylor, you know, kind of allows Burrow uh, out of the pocket, kind of get, you know, throwing deep, those sorts of things. So I do think if we see this game pace up just a little bit, 43 and a half is going to fall quickly. I do think that is probably uh, one of my favorite early week bets that we haven't. I like that one too. In Denver, ball's going to be flying. Mile high city. Fine. Fine. A lot. Of, I mean, good field goals. They're going to be pure. I love that. So I, I love I like that. that one, any, so. any parlays. I need, I really need these. I really need these early parlays. If you guys have any. Well, uh, here's the thing. Um, there are offerings on our friends at Caesars. And if you're anybody okay. who lives kind of in this region, Cincinnati, mm-hmm. Indiana, definitely you can friends. go to Indiana, for example, you can go where Ben lives in Iowa, any place that has Caesars, they, uh, they have these odds boosts. And here's a few that I already have. 
Uh, I have a Middle Tennessee wins and Northern Illinois wins to boost it out to 17 uh, to 1. So that's an early, that's a Friday parlay special there. As I said before, bowl season, if you're going to bet dogs, um, you know, just, and, and you don't even have to like the sides here. You're just getting a better bet. It's like a, it's like a teaser in that sense. You're just getting good odds, uh, you know, especially in bowl season. If they give you one of these parlays that has an underdog in it, the other one I have, this is, this one's for Friday, Appalachian State, Fresno State, UAB win. That's uh, 13 to two. So plus 650. Um, again, that's one that I've already bought into. I like two of those sides, but I'll take two sides. I like plus an odds boost. Mm-hmm. You know, four, four, six and a half to one. Love that, yeah. Ben. Any? Or are we just? I'm rolling? gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm rolling with the college football one as okay. well. I do think UTEP plus eleven and a half, UAB plus seven, Old Dominion plus nine and a half. Ride the dogs here all weekend. Just kick off bowl season. I do think that those three are all gonna get home if they do. Plus five ninety six, uh, and you could probably sprinkle in one or two money lines as well. That's definitely where I would be leaning if you're looking for a little parlay action here. Of course. Uh, coming up here on Saturday and, who and Sunday isn't? and Monday. Who isn't? Who isn't looking who for isn't? a little parlay action? Right? Let's be honest. I mean, if you're, if I'm you're not at, really right now to be honest with you. I'm, 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 I'm over it right now. If you're out of town with your, if you're out of town with your relatives, some of them you might like, some of them you might not like. I mean, there's nothing better than. I think nothing brings people together than a little bit of college football bowl games where you don't know any of the players. The Bahamas Bowl. Nothing brings more people together than the Bahamas Bowl. So. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you guys so much, Eric, Ben, as always, everyone. We will see you next time.